Hello and welcome to another episode of Shorsha Speaks With. My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I hope everyone listening is well. On this episode, I am joined by Brazilian-Irish actor, writer and director Rodrigo Ternavoy. Uh, Rodrigo is probably best known for his role as Cristiano in Irish soap opera Fair City. Uh, now, if you're Irish, you probably have at least heard of Fair City. You probably watch a few episodes. Um, but for those of you listening from outside of Ireland, it is a hugely popular uh, soap opera TV series uh, in Ireland. And it deals with current events and current issues through that series. And it is one of the most watched uh, TV series in Ireland that has been going on for quite a long time now. And Rodrigo is one of the lead actors in the series. He plays Cristiano. And he's involved in a groundbreaking storyline where his character is involved in a relationship with an Irishman. But he is suffering from abuse. So yes, there is talk about abuse, uh, just to let people know in advance. But... Uh, it's more about the characters and that, and Rodrigo talks to me about his time on the series, how he got involved in the TV series, and what it's like filming, especially during COVID in Ireland. And uh, he also spoke to me about his uh, short film, The Weight of Time. So before the interview, here is a quick trailer of his film, The Weight of Time, followed by our interview. So please enjoy. Don't you have your friend, your uh, fella, to go back to? Mike. Two years of my life, Felipe gone, just like that. The weight of time. What? What's that supposed to mean? Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Shorsha Speaks With podcast. And this episode, I'm speaking with actor Rodrigo Ternavoy, who, amongst other things, you do a lot of things, but you're probably most well known in Ireland for appearing as Cristiano in Fair City, an Irish soap opera uh, that's really popular in Ireland. So hello, Rodrigo. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you. No, thank you so much for, for joining us. Uh, we were able to meet through a mutual friend of ours. Yes. Uh, so t- <laughs> thanks to Isa for getting us in touch. Yeah, we love you, Isa. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> Maybe she can, she can be, well, at least my agent. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> She's going to be delighted. Uh, definitely. Um, but, um, but yeah, I was wondering, uh, first of all, because I said, you know, you're an actor. Before we start talking about Fair City and your role in mm-hmm. Fair City, I was wondering if you could tell us when you first wanted to become an actor and then how you became an actor. Yeah, I, uh, it, it, it's interesting because a lot of people, you know, say the same thing over and over when I when I watch interviews, like, oh, I always wanted to become, you know, to be an actor. Uh, and with me, it wasn't different. I, I I remember like back in the day, you know, I'm from Brazil, from Sao Paulo, uh, and I remember growing up and watching, you know, actors on TV. Like in Brazil, we have the, we call it like a factory for soap operas. Like, you know, we, we make loads of them and we even export it to Spain, Italy, Portugal. Um, but you know the states as well and I grew up like with that environment so I always, I always wanted to see me I could I could even envisage myself you know working on those shows but I just did I, I came from a very modest family and there was no role model uh, in the industry there's no actors or uh, singers nobody famous uh, you know 
to 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 pursue a career and to talk to and have ideas or to to know where to go let's say uh, and again i ended up you know going to finance and doing uh, i did my degree in in, in in business in finance and then i ended up working for citibank which is an american bank i was there for over five years uh, and that's when you know i came to ireland so i always wanted to to be an actor but i never mm. had the courage i think only <laughs> only when i came to ireland back in 2008 i've been here for over wow. 13 years now i i think ireland it just felt like home i i could see that irish people consume a lot of culture and literature and they go to the theater and they go to the cinema and uh, much more in brazil they do that as well but i think the difference in in, in you know in status you know if you're very poor then you don't have access to to mm. those things and in ireland seems to be more equal you know just uh, equally distributed and that's how i felt like you know what that that courage and that you know a willingness to become an actor it just flourished and then i was like you know what i'm going to pursue that and that's that's how it became a reality let's say no i'm i'm delighted to hear and it yeah i did read somewhere i think that irish people tend to go to the cinema more or you know the second or third highest at least in europe i think um, so yeah i read and I think the same with the and I heard about podcasts as well. So hopefully a lot of Irish people are listening to this podcast. Yes, I, I think <laughs> it is a land where, where people they read a lot, uh, mm. you know, and they like you said, they go to the theater and they they consume art. A lot of culture, think, exactly. Yeah, I think that that kind of you know it kept in the back of my head, and then eventually when I learned the language, because I came here with like no English whatsoever. Really, that's hard uh, to believe. That's uh, oh no, but it's been 13 years, so eventually I had to true, learn the, but, yeah. the language, like they say. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I remember back in the day I came here and like my my level of English was high and by. And it was more by because if you say hi, we engage in a conversation. I had zero vocabulary to keep on going. So it was more bye and off I went. <laughs> well, well, now you speak English better than me. So you've become more, more Irish than the Irish themselves, we say. that um, it, it tends to happen a lot. A lot of, you know, foreign people come to Ireland and then they, you know, become very, very Irish. And, you know, my mother, she's from Spain. She's And now she speaks nearly with an Irish accent as well. She's been here, like, for a long time. Yeah. But uh, and a lot of friends of mine as well. So and it's you know it's very likely because she learned English you know in Ireland like probably she yes English in America or in Scotland you know they, they, they even though I, I think I've always been seen uh, as as a foreign you know actor I am an Irish citizen very proud Irish oh, congratulations Irish we're we're delighted to have you <laughs> but uh, but I do have the accent because I came here when I was twenty four and once you are that old you know back in the day already but still <laughs> I I felt like. You know all your muscles and everything in your within your you know uh, mouth and, and neck and all that they're already formed so it's mm. unless you you're a musician a, a singer some people have more i don't know they have some sort of facility you know to learn uh, to learn a different accent and and then but it wasn't really my case so what i could do is like i can enunciate and i can speak up as much as you know i can i can use you know certain tricks so people mm. understand everything i'm saying especially on telly uh, but I'm always cautious, you know, I always play the Ricardo, the, you know, uh, Jose, the Marcos, you know, I never play, you know, the, the Joseph or, or, I don't know, the David, you know, like those roles I leave for Irish guys. <laughs> I mean, you could get away because if Irish Schwarzenegger can play Americans, then... <laughs> <laughs> I and think I re- me would be a big stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really like Aaron Schwarzenegger, certainly not criticizing him, but we all know he has a very strong accent. Sure, um, 
but uh no i'm delighted to hear so now you have appeared in a few things that you're telling me about but as i mentioned you're probably most well known in ireland for playing cristiano in fair city now for people who are listening and who might not know about fair city uh, what can you tell us about Fair City? I mean, I should probably know being the Irishman, but you're in it, <laughs> so I'm guessing you'll know more than me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess, I guess, I guess so a little bit because I've been there for you know, quite a few years now. But uh, so Fair City is is an Irish show, is an Irish uh, soap opera. Uh, it's on there next month. Actually, it's the anniversary, so we are going to complete 32 years. Wow! So it started, I think, back in 1989. Every time that some someone asks asks me like you know, but it's 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 a very old show. I was like, yes, and I will. I'm not there since episode one. <laughs> I can assure you that I'm only there for five years. <laughs> so oh, congratulations! That's thank you. <laughs> I started on the show in, in 2016 at the end of the year. Uh, it is it is you know it's a fic, fic, um, fictional. Is that how you say? Fictitional? Yeah, fict, uh, yeah, fictitious, fict, uh, fictitious, fictional. Yeah, fictional. Yeah, fictional. Yeah, yeah. fictional. Uh, little village called uh, Carrickstown. Uh, apparently it's near Duncondra in Dublin 9 somewhere. Okay. Even though we film in Dublin 4 in Dunnybrook. <laughs> but that's the idea back in the day. Uh, so it's called Carrickstown and it's, it just follows, you know, this, uh, the, the lives of everyone that lives, you know, in, in, in that particular community. So Cristiano is one of them. I play, he's not Brazilian actually, he's Chilean oh. uh, from Santiago. <laughs> Uh, I, so he started on the show back in the day. He had a brother uh, called Jake. He still has a brother, but but the, the actor doesn't is, is not on Fair City anymore. Uh, Jose Miguel, uh, and he was the one who who happened to get the part first. So whenever and he's actually from Santiago, Santiago. So that's why when I started the show, I was like, well, we have to be from the same place. So just to know, change it to from Brazilian to Chilean. Uh, and then he he started a business, so he opened a small coffee shop called Bruisers. Uh, there was a lot of you know comic scenes. He's a very flamboyant. He's a he's a gay character, uh, like myself. Uh, he's much much more flamboyant than myself, uh, which I love playing because it's something that I don't do in my personal life. So it's nice to have the license to play craziness and mm. you know, funny things and stuff like that. So at the beginning was was all that sort of storylines, very kind of day to day and you know funny and comic. And then eventually he fell in love with with a nurse, uh, a male nurse in Carrickstown, Will Casey. Uh, everything was beautiful, um, but it is a soap opera. So if everyone is happy today, I can assure you there's gonna be tears tomorrow. And that's exactly what happened. So they ended up in this abusive relationship. Uh, and it was the first time Irish TV, uh, RTE, but Irish TV in general, that mm. tackled a domestic abuse within the, you know, a same-sex relationship. So two male uh, characters in this abusive relationship. So my character, Christian, was uh, abused by Will Casey. Uh, so there was a, it, was a, it was a long you know, storyline, very dark. You know, some mm. people found really, really hard to watch. We had like warnings you know, uh, yeah. before and after the episode and stuff like that. And then eventually uh, there was a final assault, which was extremely graphic, extremely violent, uh, led Cristiano to be you know, in hospital for, for some time. And then just now at uh, the mid of the year, I think it was June, uh, less, two months ago, uh, we had the trial for that particular crime. And then we'll, I can say those things because it's all so this has now. happened. Okay. Yeah, exactly. it's not, it's not, there's no spoiler here. Okay. So whoever follows the soap <laughs> opera, they know what, what happened. 
Uh, so the entire country, the entire nation, they watched Spurs City. Mm. They got very upset because Will Casey, even though everyone saw what he did since day one, he was found not guilty for those Ooh. crimes that he committed against Cristiano. So everyone was really upset. And at the moment on the show, uh, it's the aftermath of that particular you know, uh, verdict. So it's people suffering from one side and him you know, feeling, you know, oh, I'm the winner on the other side. So very dramatic, very, you know, uh, soap opera-ish. Yeah. Uh, but it's exciting as well, you know, those, those scenes are, are, are hard to play, but like very challenging as an actor. I love doing something like that. Uh, and the cast and crew are amazing on, on, on Per City. It feels like a family. So I've been very, very yeah. blessed. It, it sounds like a big storyline. Uh, is, is this one of the, the biggest storylines? I can imagine something like this. It's, it definitely is one, one of the biggest storylines. Uh, it's definitely the biggest storyline of 2021. And mm. it was the biggest storyline story from 2020 as well. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it, like I said, I've been very blessed. You know, I keep saying thank you to the universe, God, whatever's <laughs> up there. Because uh, since I started on the show, I was, I was lucky enough to get some, some really juicy storylines. Yeah. Christian is a, is, is a lovable character. It's like he has, he has a heart of gold. Everyone loves him. So it's nice to, to play something that people can connect, you know, and with a huge social responsibility behind as well. Of course, because yeah. Because even, even though it's a domestic abuse storyline between two men characters, it, it happens all the time between two women, men mm -hmm. and women. You know, it's, it's important to highlight, especially in times like this, you know, lockdown, pandemic. Exactly. People don't have, don't have, you know, anywhere to go. They have to be silenced, you know, silenced in, in their own house. Uh, it's, it's, it's really upsetting. Mm. Uh, was it, well it's good as well that in this well not good but you know that uh, because certainly in the past uh, probably would be like the evil foreign character <laughs> that mm -hmm. would come in but in this case it's the native it's the Irish character that appears that is the abuser yeah. um, so you know which I, I mean of course I'm not saying it's good that there's an abuser but I think it kind of put the stereotypes kind of backwards yeah it's funny because I, I i never never thought about it until you said now that you know <laughs> usually uh, and, and it is true like we have lots i mean of, it's in every country like you know like all oh, these foreign types coming in and <laughs> yeah and then you were you know the the, the, the mean guy the mean guy uh, javier Bardem played a very good villain uh, i forgot the name of the movie now but uh so yeah so i, I can i can see that mm. kind of stereotype uh but yeah no it it, it is interesting and again I, I think I'm one of those people. I I don't really care what kind of person you know is delivering the lines if mm. they come from this place or that place. Exactly. If they have an accent or if they don't have an accent. I do think you know uh, the industry in general is getting up way better in terms of uh, you know uh, representing foreign people, representing you know the different uh, you know sexual orientation, whatever you mm. want to call it. Uh, but we're still not quite there because if even today, if you go just around the corner and you buy a coffee in a Starbucks, I can assure you at least one person in that particular coffee shop, it's not from here. Like we have about 17% mm. of people in Ireland were not born here. So they have an wow, accent. And, yeah. and that's a huge amount. And I don't think TV portrays that. I think Fair City does because I'm there and I'm being lucky mm. to be involved you know, for almost five years. But I don't think we have enough. We should have more, even you know, in 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 university uh, and you know, different programs in RT, Virgin Media, maybe different you know TV presenters even, you know, like I, I don't think we have the representation out there just right, yet. I yeah. can see in theater as well. Uh, I go a lot. I mean, I used to go. Now we, we can't really. <laughs> Those days are counted. I'm sure we're gonna. Hopefully go back soon. To, hopefully soon hopefully again. Soon. <laughs> but uh, I barely see any foreign actor on on stage. 
Mm, that's true, yeah. actually. I asked my, my, my husband the other day, I was like, tell me just one actor that you remember seeing on stage. Or the, maybe they don't remember the name, but the character or the play couldn't come up with any. Yeah, I can't because either. It's just non-existent. Yeah. And that's what I, what I think. Well, I chose Ireland back in 2008 to be my home. I became an Irish citizen. I'm very proud. I love this country. I love Brazil as well, obviously. It's <laughs> my heart. But um, we, we need more of people like me to know. Sometimes mm. I feel like I'm a little bit left out. And I know it sounds like, oh, this is it's, it's turning into, <laughs> you know, like a PT podcast. It's not that. I just think, you know, things are changing. Like I said, we have foreign people all over. We have people with different accents, different shapes, different, you know, sexual orientation and all the, you know, the trans community as well. We need more of those. You know, uh, and it's not just in front of the screen, no, because it's not all about us, you know, actors in front of the camera. It's about cast and crew and stories uh, written by, you know, writers and, and that sort of thing. So, yeah. Well, that's yeah. my PT time. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. It's a good point to make because I'm just trying to think when we could go back to the cinema and theater. In the theater, I do see, you know, more like foreign people. In the theater, it, it is right that there's kind of like a certain type. And maybe that's changing now, but... It's uh, like I don't see many like uh, what foreign people are different. Maybe they do. Maybe it's not the people that I see, but in the like in the yeah, audience. I, I, I think the fact um, that we are we're thinking and questioning about it. It's, yeah, it's, an, it's your answer right there. That's not enough because yeah. if it was enough. Then we wouldn't be having this conversation. You go like, no, actually, I saw Pedro yesterday. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> people you know, listening like, might go, no, I go like I'm foreigner in Ireland and I go to the theater. That's um but yeah maybe if as you say maybe there is more representation in you know the theater in uh with actors maybe you might get more people um you know from foreign countries as well to go to the uh, theater but exactly um, yeah but, that's but, but also because if you have people you know if you have foreign people acting on stage naturally you're going to bring people that are you know that are also of course to know to watch and i think i don't think it's a bad thing that we don't have it i just think it's time to move towards you know that particular new way of doing things and and it's, it's how society you know mo- mm. uh, progress as well you know sometimes if you think about ireland 20 years ago it's very different from you know, oh yeah the ireland we see nowadays even the gay marriage you know, in yeah. 2015 it's, uh, it's you know it's it's a natural uh, way and and i think i'm definitely there you know raising a flag a little bit actually yesterday i just mentioned that really quick uh, or the day before yesterday i uh, i you know i became uh, one of the members of the executive board uh, in equity, you know, represent, they'd seek oh, to, con- you know, they Congratulations. For, thank you very much. So I'm, I'm the only foreign guy there. And the reason I applied and, and I wanted to make sure I was involved, it's, it's really because I don't think we have enough, you know, representation. Uh, in general, I'm not even talking mm. just about not being from Ireland, but like I said, LGBT community uh, and, and all that. So hopefully, you know, I can help the guys uh, try and make a, a bit of a difference in the future. Yeah, no, well, I'm, I'm sure, you know, like small steps, as you mentioned, we are making some progress very, very slowly, but uh, you mentioned Ireland was a very, very different country 20, 30 years ago. We were by far, I think, the most conservative country in Europe, at least, Mm -hmm. uh, compared to the rest of the European countries. And now we've become one of the most liberal, at least, I think, in terms, at least what I can see in terms of culture that we were believe we're the first country in the world to have voted for gay marriage which again compared to 20 30 years ago it's astonishing and it's great in my opinion it's Mm -hmm. um but but yeah and also your character cristiano which we spoke about uh you were mentioning is is he the first foreign gay character in fair city 
Yes, as far as I know, again, the soap yeah. opera has like 32 years. I'm only sure. there since 2016. Uh, as far as I know, yes. Uh, I don't think there's any other. We do have other, you know, uh, LGBT uh, characters as well. We have uh, Sash, who is bisexual. Mm. We have Will Casey, who, who was also bisexual because he had a family before he met Cristiano. Uh, what else we have? We have uh, the, the character of Bosco, who is played by uh, Rory Cowan or Cohen. It's like the, Cohen, the guy from uh, Mrs. Brown Voice. Uh, mm. I, I always get the name. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Rory Cohen. I think it's Rory, yeah. Rory Cowan. Uh, and he, he's a gay character on the show as well. Uh, but again, all those people are actually Irish. You know, uh, yeah. born, so I probably I'm, I'm the, the only one that wasn't born in Ireland. Technically born in Santiago, but I've never been <laughs> Santiago myself. So. <laughs> So, oh, well, you know, the magic of TV. South America, right? Or... Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there, somewhere down there. Somewhere around <laughs> there. Well, as we know, not all the countries are the same in South America, but I know there's this kind of feeling from some people like, oh, South America, there's all the same. It's like, no, it isn't, but at least for these purposes. <laughs> True. And sometimes um, they get it wrong because they think I speak Spanish and my language is Portuguese. Sure. Yes. I was going so to... My car is speak Spanish. So every now and then I have to say a few words and I'm always like messaging uh, Jose, who plays my brother, <laughs> on the show how do i say this just to make sure I'm, i don't embarrass myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah because uh you know it's two different languages there and what what was your first day like on fair city you know when you first started do you remember back five years ago now i know it's a long time ago yes, now but I, th I think the you first, remember no, but the first day is, is the one you always remember <laughs> and, and sometimes you really want to forget as well <laughs> You know, it's uh, it's one of those uh, either you really want to remember or you want to forget. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, no, I do remember. It was well, Fair City. It, it, you know, it is my biggest you know, gig so far. I graduated from Bowie Street Academy. Uh, I did a full time course and and I finished in 2015. Then we had a big showcase uh, where you know the whole entire industry in Ireland and abroad as well. Some people came to watch the showcase, and then you have you know agents kind of pitching. You know, go, oh, I like you. You know. I like Rodrigo, do you want to be mm. represented by me and all that sort of thing. And I got an agent straight from there. We've been together since I graduated, Alex Cusack uh, Management. And um, then I did the, 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 the self-tape, the audition, let's say, 10 months after I finished uh, my, my drama course. And, uh, and that's how you know, everything started. But my first day on set, I remember it was really cold, really cold. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right for Ireland. <laughs> but in, in, in on Fair City, we always film ahead of time. So if if I think I started at the end of November, so it really was the end of December on screen. Mm. So it was already cold, but I remember <laughs> they gave me this kind of leather boots, okay? Very stereotypical form, <laughs> land sort of guy. Uh, and I loved it, don't get me wrong. It was, it was, it was meant to be, it was meant to be you know, interesting and funny and out there. Uh, and I had these leather boots and then I had denim, you know, trousers. I had um, a very bright shirt, kind of silky, and it was flashy, like, you know, everyone could see from, from NASA, you know, like it was, it was bizarre. <laughs> uh, and a leather jacket. And I had a scarf, which was extremely long. I'm not joking, it was about two meters long, uh, in Ravens. So my very first scene was, I come out of the taxi, and I know the guys can't see now because it's a podcast, but just imagine coming out of a taxi, the wind is blowing the scarf away. <laughs> and then I just, you know, put down my sunglasses, my, my Ravens, and I just look around. And that was my very first scene in Carrickstown. So everyone just like, what the, who the hell is this guy? 
Where does he think he is? You know? <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was lovely. And so he certainly had, made an entrance that your character did. He made, he made an entrance. Uh, oh, it was it was funny. And he was looking for his brother who was already living in Kerrickstown. So, but I remember we, my my first director was an English director, uh, Pip Pip Short, and he's so good. And and I remember like some like we had like it's so popular. It's it's a very fast pace. So I remember uh, you know uh, in drama school I used to learn maybe one scene. You know, to uh, for the day. You know, you learn one scene and then you act in front of a particular you know teacher or someone coming and giving a workshop or, or, or you know some talk like a casting director, for instance. But it was one scene a day, and sometimes even you know maybe two scenes in a week. On Fair City, I it could easily do like ten scenes a day. Wow, ten scenes a day, and that was the, the pace of of the show. And I remember like. I had a big smile, like everything was under control, but internally was dying. I was like, oh my God, how, how am I going to do all of that in English and come mm. across natural uh, and it's cold and, you know, <laughs> oh, it's it, like the costume wasn't like the best costume ever to keep me warm. Uh, it was, it was really challenging, but the people were so warm and nice mm. and, and welcoming that, that I felt, I felt home. I felt like home. Oh, no, no, that, that's, that's great to hear, uh, especially with the storyline that you mentioned with uh, your character being, being abused in the relationship. And um, you mentioned that these were challenging to, to film. I imagine, was there like a lot of preparation uh, with these scenes, you know, with the actor who portrayed Will? And, um, and then I was wondering, after filming these really emotional scenes, um, how do you then relax at home, you know, because do, do you, you know, to make sure you don't take work with you home to your husband? Yeah, it's, it, it, <laughs> it, it is an interesting, and again, I, I suppose it comes with practice as well. And, and that experience I did not have when I started because, mm. you know, I, like nowadays, if I have to do something as heavy, as dark as that, I've experienced that before. So it's almost like you've done it. Now you, you know how to, you know, to get out mm. of it in, in, in a faster way or in a better way. Uh, but I remember back back on the day when 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 the character went from all beautiful, all lovely, and funny, and you know, uh, nice to really dark scenes, and you mm. know, controlling, and and it, because abuse is not just physical, you know, it, it's emotional. Oh yeah. Uh, there was even financial abuse as well. Uh, there was a lot a lot of you know stuff that it does you know stick with you. And I'm not one of those actors. If you see me crying on a scene, uh, upset or, or happy. That's because I, that's exactly how I feel in that particular moment. Mm. I can't fake it. It's not, I'm not, I, I used to have a friend, I mean, I still have a friend. Uh, she graduated with me and she could cry on cue. Like she was so good. She was like, do, do you want one tear on the left, two tears on the wow. right? Like she was that good. And I hate her for that. <laughs> because for me, I, I can't do that. Like I need to actually be literally in character. Mm. I need to maybe listen to some music to keep me, you know, in that kind of mood and environment. And and then I can keep with, you know, kind of in a, in a little bubble. And then when, you know, they say action, you're ready to go. Uh, so for me, it's like whatever I'm feeling, it's it's real. Uh, so obviously when you finish a scene like that, uh, you, I, I, you know, I used to go home and then I didn't really want to talk to my husband that much. It was more like, I'm exhausted, you know, like, yeah, yeah, it was fine. It was good. Yeah, no, thanks, thanks. I'll just go, go to bed. And I felt like I was in that kind of dark mood for a certain, you know, time after the, after the scenes for a good few weeks. And then obviously, you know, pandemic uh, started and then the storylines kind of eased up a little bit because, you know, it was more focused on COVID. Uh, and then the trial uh, started. Uh, and the trial was pretty much reliving everything that Cristiano and Will went through in the past because you have the pictures, you have the videos, you have the messages mm -hmm. that you're, you're actually giving a statement and 
you know, just regurgitating everything that you've done in the past. And that really put me in, in that mood again. But this time was slightly easier to get out of it. Uh, maybe because I, like I said, I experienced you know, that a little bit earlier. Uh, and now uh, we're doing a very, we've just finished a very heavy storyline as well, which was very, very emotional. Uh, but I could see myself kind of snapping out of it much faster. Uh, on the day I'm there, I'm quiet, you know, I, I put my, my earphones uh, in between takes so I can keep myself, you know, nice and quiet. Uh, but then once, once the day was finished, I was just cracking jokes and making right. fun and back, back on track. So, so you've gone from Daniel Day-Lewis, you know, from Method Actor to being yourself again. <laughs> exactly. That's all that thing. I, I, I hate the, the idea of just to call it Method Actor. Yeah, yeah. But it, it is pretty much, it's, it's, it's your method. I don't think there's... Yeah, sure. Everyone has a different method, different style. Everyone is different. Way. Some people, like, like my friends, like I was saying to you, like she can just, you know, be... And she it looks believable. Like, oh my mm. God, I'm with you there. And then she goes like, no, that's it. Finished. Next, please. <laughs> you know, wow. it's definitely not me. So yeah, no, I mean, I'm not an actor. I think anyone who has ever seen me in a, or tried to see me in a play or did probably know that. But yeah, no, it's. Uh, um, but yeah, no, I'm delighted to hear that you're able to get out of this now more quickly. Yeah, um, I think it comes with experience. Of course, yeah. Um, but that you mentioned as well that uh, when you're filming during COVID, when COVID first hit, at least hit Ireland. Uh, badly in March 2020. Did you guys take any breakdown during the first lockdown or did you continue filming or how was no, it? We, yeah, we did. Uh, we, uh, it started, I think I was filming on the 12th of March uh, and then we got a call that evening. We went back home and then we got a call from the, that evening from the producer saying, we're actually stopping, we're shutting down production uh, for some time. None of yeah. us, nobody knew really. Yeah, not the time, like, uh, it's like the whole world just stopped. It, it was really, but in my mind, it was like, yeah, I was just going to stop for maybe a week. Or yeah, two, that, you know, uh, and mm. that was it. Uh, so we did stop. It was from March, middle of March until uh, the end of July. Uh, personally, I wasn't wow. back in July because, you know, th th there's loads of characters and different storylines. And my storyline was supposed to be the trial. And because mm. we couldn't do the trial because of COVID, uh, they decided to put other storylines, you know, ahead of that storyline. So I wasn't used until... Uh, towards the end of October. So I stopped from March to October. Wow, and that's a long time. Quite, quite yeah, it's a long time. It wasn't the first time I had such a big break, not like not a break as an actor, just breaking <laughs> life. And it wasn't pleasant. At the beginning, it was like, okay, this is like, you know, a, a forced holiday. So yeah, take get, a break at first. <laughs> yeah, you know, enjoy. But, I didn't do much. And then eventually I was like, oh my God. What am I, I need to do something. Life? <laughs> yeah, I need to do something. And going to the gym wasn't an option. Yeah. I hate doing it anyways. So <laughs> I, I decided to do stuff around the house. So I remember tidying up the attic. <laughs> I tried to make a guy to, to install like a winter garden inside of my living room with loads of exotic plants and stuff, which I still have. I love plants and stuff like that. Did up the garden, you know, uh, painted a few walls around the house. I became like somebody else. Uh, so you kept you kept busy then, do all the things you exactly. wanted to do, but never could get around to it. Uh, did you did you bake any banana bread, which is what everyone did apparently? I didn't. My my, my husband did. Oh, so one of you did. Yes. <laughs> he's the baker. You know, he's the guy who, who likes baking. I like eating, so I let. I, and I I, I'm I'm eat. like you. I, <laughs> I I get bored cooking or baking. I'm like I want this to be done now. I want this. Uh, I just want to eat. 
but yeah, um, no, I'm just not really good. Like it takes me forever. Like literally, I have to start <laughs> on Easter. If, if you're kind of if you're willing to eat for Christmas, I have to start on Easter. <laughs> uh, that's how you know slow I am in the kitchen. But I'm very good cleaner. You know, and then I also eat everything that he makes. So, <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, I started this podcast in the second lockdown because uh, oh, there's nothing to do in November. I just asked people if they wanted to appear um, because I was, well, uh, again, really, I kind of needed to talk to people. Apparently, other people did as well. So, exactly. And, and um, it's, isn't it great because obviously, pandemic wasn't good. It, obviously, you know, like, like COVID before. was it's terrible. Yeah. Exactly, but, but I think we learned so many things, you know, with this all this time, mm. you know, some people like people are thinking about changing careers, mm. or I don't know, they dedicated more time, you know, to spend with their, their husbands and wives and family. Yes. Uh, they can know, be like new stuff like yourself, like the podcast. Yeah, it can I have some it's, it's positive brilliant. effects. And I spoke to the organizers of the Female Film Club that they created this club uh, for female filmmakers because of lockdown uh, in there the UK go. to help promote female filmmakers and yeah. screenwriters, which again, COVID itself is absolutely horrible, but there are some positive consequences. Definitely, um, definitely. From, I did lots of workshops as well, online yeah. stuff, because suddenly I could learn something from a director or uh, an acting coach from LA without having to be in LA, you know, mm. or Brazil yes, yes. or UK. So I found myself doing a lot of those towards the second lockdown the first one i was busy doing stuff around the house you know organizing my life and then eventually um, i was like well i, I should i should like to know maybe back my job my somehow as well. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was really good as well yeah. and writing i did a lot of writing oh very good it's uh, as well yeah it's so, been yeah. a learning curve i think for all of us but um yeah. uh but then when you went back to filming in october and i see were there any changes to the to the set oh, to the filming <laughs> i assume you had to like wear masks and maybe social distancing and what what was that like when you went it, back it was it was weird it was weird because <laughs> uh, first of all as soon as you know the whole pandemic started i said to everyone on set i'm the first one who's gonna die and i know that for sure. <laughs> and the reason is uh, because i hug everyone <laughs> I kiss everyone in the mouth, you know, as a friend. So let's sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm married, <laughs> but you know, I felt like I, I, I'm, I'm just like I just love the contact. So every mm. time that people are like, oh, hi, Rodrigo, I haven't seen you. I just go for it, and they go like, no, you can't. You know, yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, you it's know? weird, like shaking hands and even meeting up with friends. Like usually. You hug them or whatever and now yes, well we and, can't you know, really we <laughs> my culture i just love the yeah hugs. yeah i think that's how you really connect you know there's nothing nicer than put you know two hearts very close to each other <laughs> i think it's really important and then suddenly i couldn't do it so i, I know. said i'm probably gonna be the first one to die you know, <laughs> in, on, on set but anyway managed to get you know uh, uh, around it uh, then loads of different systems as well you know like i uh, red arrows going whatever left and then green arrows coming yeah. right like you have to follow everything i used to spend a lot of my break time you know uh, like my free time within the set uh, in rt going to other people's uh, dressing rooms and just gossiping or chatting you know about life or learning lines even you know just kind of you know uh, going through our lines so we can we're ready for the next and then suddenly we, we couldn't even visit each other's yeah. dressing room uh, in the past, like if the dressing room was quite big, we used to share, you know, two guys or two uh, uh, women, but then everyone had their own dressing room. So there was no sharing, there was no talking. And then your, your costumes come inside of these plastic bags. And then I, I suddenly I think I'm, I'm, I'm playing, you know, I'm in the, in the show, in the, in the new show of Dexter, you know, everything <laughs> is, you know, uh, wrapped up in plastic. 
and I'm the only one who can touch the inside. And every time I finish a scene, in the past, you just hang everything and it's there for, for the person to organize later because you have to go back to set really quick. Now it's like, no, you actually have to take off your clothes, put inside of the plastic bag the way they were put before with the labels, and then you have to close that. And then you like, it takes twice as long. Wow, yeah, and yeah. We would, the number of casts, uh, you know, the, the, the cast uh, on, uh, on set like, were, were you know, much smaller Just, as well because yeah. suddenly we, we couldn't have scenes in McCoy's, for instance, in the pub. In the past, we could have like 10, 15 actors in the pub and different storylines going on at the same time. Suddenly, the pubs are closed, and because RTE decided to incorporate COVID yeah. into 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 Kerrickstown, because it made sense, really. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. There's a reason to be apart from each other. Uh, we suddenly had going from a scene with 10 people to a scene of two people. Mm. So obviously, not everyone was involved. Two meters apart, we have like a guy with a stick. Literally, and I keep saying I'm just overnight. I'm just gonna go there and cut that stick in half, <laughs> you know, so we can suddenly be one meter apart from each other, but like two meters. And then the camera is always trying to find a, a you know, the perfect angle to make sure it looks like we're very close. Uh, so it was it was very weird at the beginning. Props as well, like you know, I'm yeah, yeah. To touch. If I'm passing on a prop, I need to show, you know, I'm sanitizing my hand, touching the prop. The other person sanitizes their hand and touches the prop. Like there's a lot of it. Obviously, it's all weird, it's all different, but it was mm. all necessary, and there was a reason why uh, we managed to do, you know, everything, uh, you know, as per the the, the guidelines and everything. Uh, none of us got sick with COVID. Oh, that's great. Uh, nowadays, we have uh, our COVID tests as well once a week. So every time oh, you, <laughs> you know you are tested. Uh, mm. And you, you know, most of us are fully vaccinated by now, anyway. Yeah. So, so it's, yeah, it, it, um, it was it was a good, you know, it was weird, but it was necessary. And eventually, they got the essential. I think it's called essential service status. I think it's called. Oh, that's good. Yeah, uh, fair, fair city in Ireland would definitely be uh, an essential. It, I mean, I think you know, because I can imagine, like during lockdown, particularly, people would need to watch some entertainment. Well, exactly. Uh, or and that's something another to, thing. Uh, I yeah. Think just during lockdown I, I i think you know everyone can agree that you know if, if it wasn't for tv cinema oh uh, if it wasn't for know, netflix what we do like the whole like the whole pandemic would be much worse because well, yeah. what else would, would, would be doing you know people would get depressed and, and end up i don't know oh know, absolutely, on, absolutely. On i mean it's ha- it's been stuff. hard enough without the distractions um but and did your characters have to keep uh, social distancing as well you mentioned which oh, yeah. incorporate because I imagine it's kind of like not you know, like interesting to see like uh, now in this fiction world. At the beginning was interesting, and eventually well, I think people were like, "Well, well, don't know. There's enough of COVID in my life. Yeah. I don't really want to to, you know, to see COVID on screen that much." So there was a little uh, adaptation from the audience as well to go like, "Well, don't know. I think we had enough." And then obviously uh, I could see on the show that kind of eased a little bit as the restrictions ease. <laughs> yes, that's another thing. We're following everything. You know that was going on in in, in real life, but obviously mm. we film one month ahead. So maybe today you could go to a restaurant, but a month a month ago when we were filming those scenes we couldn't. Exactly. So, so you know, it makes sense. A bit of adaptation, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, our characters had to be. It's still nowadays like we do some emotional scenes uh, that people usually would just go for a big hug, like oh I'm here for you, whatever. And then you're like, well, I'm here for you, but still two meters apart. <laughs> like it's, it's, and it is so popular. We have to at the end of the day our health. And, and, and you know, safety, exactly. right? it's more important. So there's a bit of that as well. Uh, and like there are ways as well, like there was one, one it wasn't my storyline, but uh, there was one character 
that she was uh, falling in love with, with a priest and there was a scene where they kiss. It's like, how, how are you gonna do that? <laughs> so anyways, they made sure the, 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 the actor, the, the male actor brought his own wife to the show. They dress up and put a wig. Ah, okay. And they kiss each other. <laughs> uh, but you can't see, it's not really. Yeah. Maybe I should even be saying those things, but anyway, <laughs> uh, it looked good. You see behind the curtain. <laughs> behind the curtain. I didn't, I didn't need it. I, I, don't, I didn't have any scene that I had to do something like that. Okay. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's, it's different, but you know, it's, it's, it's nice at the same, at the same time. We all we wear masks as well. So mm. that's another thing. At the beginning, I hated because yeah. uh, from, no, I don't know if you guys noticed by now, but I do have an accent. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was really, in my mind, it was like, if, if people can't understand what I'm saying, but they see my mouth, Mm. Sometimes it can't, you know, that helps. That's just like my, 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 you know, internal thoughts. And then suddenly half of my face is covered and you go like, they're not going to understand anything that I'm saying because, mm. you know, I, like it's going to be a nightmare and then I'm going to be fired because they can't see my, my you know, they can't hear what I'm saying. Anyways, it was awful at the beginning, but eventually it was like, no, of course they can hear, you know, what you're saying. Yeah. And it wasn't too bad. And nowadays with the, you know, the, the restrictions being lifted a little bit, uh, if you're sitting down to have a coffee somewhere, you don't need to wear the mask. Yeah. Uh, and that's why my character, I don't know, he's really high in caffeine. <laughs> Every time you see me on screen, I have something in my hand because I want to make sure I don't have to wear the mask. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's funny as well, with, uh, as you mentioned, like it's not just like foreign people, like even I see with Irish people when we wear a mask and we, we rely so much on lip reading because even when I, when I order sure. a coffee or I order... I don't know, sandwich, and it's another Irish person there. You do have no problem understanding each other, but we have to repeat now. It's like, oh, can you repeat? Because we can't see. And the layers, because you have your mask, then the, the server has you know, their mask, and then mm. you have the, the, the plastic yes. layer. You. And then, uh, like, eventually you get so like frustrated that you just take off your mask and you just. I, oh, talk, yeah, I, I have done, you know. We shouldn't be doing that, but I have. <laughs> um, but but yeah so and fair city as uh, it's uh, when is that so for people who are is this only available for people living in ireland do you know no it's it's, it's actually oh. uh, there's uh, you can watch obviously on tv uh, rte1 and um, when is it on on rte1 it's, it's four do you know? times a week it used to be three because of i mean it used to be four then covid came along it became three and then now it's, it's back on then on four times a week so it's tuesdays uh, wednesday thursday and sunday from eight to half eight Okay. Uh, you know, sometimes it changes because of you know World Cup or something like this. Yeah. Uh, but most of the time it's just like you know Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday from eight to half eight. Um, what else was gonna say? Yeah. No, uh, they, 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 they are the dates. And oh yeah, so you can watch. It's available uh, internationally. It is if you download the app uh, RT Player because obviously here you just you know download the app. You don't have to mm. even sign up or anything. Literally just download or even online on you know, on your laptop you can watch. Uh, any episode i mean they keep about 20 episodes uh, you know latest episodes and then eventually mm. it keeps renewing uh, but internationally you can you can download the rt player international and you can watch on, on on rt player as well cool so if anybody listening to this podcast internationally not in ireland can still watch it Absolutely. Uh, cool uh, now before we finish i believe you mentioned that um you were also part of another film that uh, you were part of Oh yes, uh, um, yeah, so I, if you I can mean, talk about it, <laughs> yeah, no, I can. It's actually my my own little baby. Let's say it's, oh. it's, it's a short film that, again, I found myself with a bit of extra time during <laughs> lockdown. So I decided, you know, maybe garden. You know, it's not everything I can do for life. 
So I'm going to write something. So I wrote a short film called The Weight of Time. Uh, it's it's an LGBT story again because I'm always trying my best to you know to keep those uh, themes out there that as much as I can and a foreign element as well because I'm I am the protagonist. Uh, so it's it's basi basically a story about love and forgiveness. It's uh, it's an LGBT couple, uh, Felipe, myself, uh, and um, Jason who play who is played by Cormac O'Brien. Uh, it's 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 it passes in you know in their lives and in two days over their lives. So the first day it's uh, Jason coming out of prison and Felipe is very excited, waiting for him to come home. Uh, so there's a, a lovely contrast between you know getting everything ready, making Brazilian dishes and stuff for for your lover to come home, and then the contrast of him leaving prison and stuff like that. But he doesn't come home, and that's when the drama starts. Uh, mm. So eventually he goes to his parents' home. And then there was a lot of drama going on. And uh, again, I don't want to, to, to give sure. the, the whole we story. We won't spoil but, it. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. But it's it's a very beautiful, very tender uh, you know, story with, like I said, around love and forgiveness. Uh, Noah Brady is the director. I worked with Noah before uh, on another short uh, that, that, that was written by somebody else. Uh, and we had a really good experience. Noah is, a, is an amazing director amazing filmmaker and uh, I got him to direct that short. We have Pat Nolan uh, who plays Jason's father and Pat Nolan was on Fair City as well. That's how I know Pat, great actor. And we have Ali Nee Kiram who is Jason's mother on, on, the, on the show. And she has just been nominated to Anifta a few weeks wow. back. Uh, she's a brilliant actress. I know her from, from Bowie Street Academy as well. Uh, and myself, uh, so yeah, it's only four actors. It's very simple, like you know, short film, short and sweet. <laughs> Uh, and I'm excited. So yeah, if anyone is interested in, in seeing, I think I'm going to post the, the trailer this week, but you can follow me on social media, especially on Instagram. That's how everyone is doing nowadays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> at Rodrigo Turnevoy uh, on Instagram. And I, I, I'm posting like the poster and everything about the movie. So yeah, I'm very excited. And we, we got a little award in LA, in a oh, film festival in LA. Con so congratulations in LA. So wow. Yes, it's, it's exciting. I'm very happy with that. Wow, congratulations. Well, I will put uh, social media up on uh, on the show notes. Perfect. Um, and so, so if people were interested in seeing the movie, uh, how can they... Uh, yeah, so uh, usually short films, don't know, uh, once we, we, we finish, we have to put up for as many film festivals as we can. And because the film festivals don't allow the movie to be public, there's no mm. way to be public just yet. But what I do, and uh, I'm creating a trailer to raise some interest, obviously, and uh, I keep posting everything on my Instagram because even though you can't make it public, that doesn't mean you can't go to that particular film festival, especially nowadays with the restrictions. Mm -hmm everything is online so you can actually buy a little ticket and watch oh. a bunch of really good short films including the one i wrote uh, in a particular you know film festival so it, it's definitely possible but just not like it's not going to be on youtube if you know what i mean sure yeah yeah but uh, it's it still be possible so uh, oh, as you mentioned buy, yeah. buy a ticket for it uh cool uh oh, well i think that's all the questions that i have for you know I've kept you a, lo a long time is, oh, there any is there anything else that you would like to mention anything else that you are working on in the 
Uh, I, yeah. I assume you can't give any uh, spoilers for Fair City. Yeah, for <laughs> but, Fair City, I can. I would but, love to talk about everything I've been doing, but I can't. So, you know, but, I'm going to be fired if I open my mouth. Too, <laughs> and, and I do open my mouth quite often. <laughs> so. but, but people should, should watch it because there'll be some interesting developments, I yes, take it. I mean, I, you haven't told you, me anything, just show. to make it clear. But <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> I imagine there'll be something, there'll be interesting developments. <laughs> yes. And, and again, you know, uh, it's, 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 it's an actor, it's just really good to be involved mm. in something as big as Fair City. Of course, being, yeah. You know, being from Brazil in such a, like an Irish, you know, in rooted show. Yeah, 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 because uh, it's, it's, it's a very it's, popular Irish series that's been going is, on, as you mentioned, and, and I've been blessed, but time, at the same time, so. I barely have time to do anything else, you know. So right. whenever I have a free time, I probably can manage. If I do my own work, like I said about the short, it's right. much more manageable because if I, I don't, I just don't have the time to go and work in different productions. So, you know, they probably don't even want to see me because I'm so busy with the show <laughs> as well. So there's, there, you know, there's a lot of pros and cons uh, yeah. in, in being involved in something as big as Fair City. Uh, but I love the show. I've, you know, I have a really good journey so far. So yeah, so so happy. cool. Well, I hope people can check it out and quickly find out what happens uh, to Cristiano. <laughs> uh, hopefully it will end well for him. because uh, I, I, like... I hope so too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he deserves you know, uh, some yeah. happiness in his life. Exactly. Uh, well, it's been an absolute delight speaking to you, Rodrigo. Um, and I hope we can meet in person sometimes since we're both in Dublin. Definitely. We both have a mutual friend well, in common. We should make it happen. Yeah, now as the restrictions are easing, hopefully we can we can meet up again very soon. And meet her um, girlfriend because she's a big fan of her city. Yes, so yes, she is. So I think she would be delighted <laughs> to to meet you. I think uh, definitely. Uh, so I'll definitely let you know. So well, thank you so much, Rodrigo. Thank you. Uh, and we will we will keep in touch. We will speak uh, very soon. Meet up very soon, hopefully. Thank you so much. So that was my interview with Rodrigo Terdevoy. I hope you all enjoyed it, and a huge thank you to Rodrigo for speaking to me as well and i hope we get to meet up in person very soon uh so that is it for this week i'll be back very soon with more interviews and if you would like to be a part of this podcast if you would like to talk to me about uh the work that you're doing you can get in touch uh you can get in touch by going to the website shorshaspeakswith.com forward slash be my guest the link will be in the show notes and of course, it's S-E-O-I-R-S-E and it's speakswit.com forward slash be my guest. Um, if you like this podcast, like this episode, you can rate and review and you can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or you can get in touch as well with any feedback. So uh, until next time, then thank you. Take care, everyone. Goodbye.